heard me talk about that truck driver who put eight sacks of eight bags of sugar, eight packets of sugar in his coffee, and the waitress sat there and watched it. And after he put the eighth one in, he looked over there, and there wasn't another sack of sugar, another packet of sugar. He looked up the waitress. He said, you got any more sugar? She said, why don't you just stir what you got, boy? See, the Bible tells you and I we have everything we need to live a life of godliness in Christ Jesus. We don't need no more sugar. We got the sweetest thing we need in that of God's Word and His sweet, sweet Holy Spirit. But the Apostle Peter said, I will not be negligent to remind you of these things always, even though you know them and are established in them. He said, yes, I think it's right as long as I'm in this tent, meaning his body, not his Cabela's tent. I'm going to stir you up by reminding you. Sometimes we just need to be stirred to realize how sweet the Lord God Almighty is. It's October 2. That means a busy, busy, busy September is in the rearview mirror. Shane Slack once said to me when he was living with us in that of September and the cows were calving and the revivals were going at full pace and the church was having all kinds of functions such as the fair... He looked at me one day when we was pulling out and the cow was licking off a calf. He looked at me and he said, you couldn't do what you do if you didn't have the wife you had. You couldn't leave all that you've got and do what you do if you didn't have the wife that you I couldn't do what I do without my wife. And I got news for you. I couldn't do it without my family because that eldest boy who is now a pilot, and I'm not talking about somebody cut it and him pilot, cutting wood I'm talking about I couldn't do what I'd done if he wouldn't have had his pilot's license to fly me and last week when I was preaching in Tennessee there was a young boy that happens to be my middle child youngest boy that stood right here and filled this pulpit for me and just in case you didn't know it I start revival tomorrow night at Vera Baptist Church in Vera Oklahoma and last week when I was there he was here and today when I'm here he's starting there for me Miss Ashley, I was needing some chairs from here to Telequal yesterday. I had a funeral and was trying to get everything done, and I can't do what I do without my wife and my family. Ashley, I said, you need to get 30 chairs from prior to get taken to Telequal. You can swap vehicles with your brother. My, my little daughter, hard-headed, probably gets that all from her mother. She says, I can get them chairs in my car, and I don't know how she done it, but she got 30 chairs in the back seat of the white charger and in her trunk, and she somehow got them delivered down there to Telequal campus. And so I'm here to tell you the September's behind us, but I couldn't do it without my bride and my family. But there's another bride I want to speak to you about, and it's you. You're the bride of Christ. You're the body of believers and you're my church family. 
And when I look at my schedule from a Cameron, Texas, to a Cushing, Oklahoma, to Weber's Falls, to a Loretta Loss funeral, to serving preaching at BCM, to Tennessee, to Stillwell, let me tell you the flip side. I can tell Shane Slack I couldn't do what I'd do if it wasn't for this bride and this church family. See, when I'm in Cameron, Texas, you were setting up tents for the fair service. You were setting up tents for the Weber's Falls revival. You was preparing and cooking food to serve some 500 people at a maze camp. Food down there to cook for those students before they got there. Are you with me? And I'm here to tell you, when I was at Tennessee, we are privileged to be a church that realizes our ministries are bigger than exciting Southeast because on my way to Tennessee, I was called by a brother pastor. He's kind of a thorn in my side. And I've asked God to remove him three times, but God just kept say, saying to me, my grace is sufficient and he's left Marty Brock in my life he called and he was needing some help and he said I said what do you need he said I need Mike Dunn and aren't we privileged that we can help out a sister church now I miss Mike when Mike's gone and I hope I missed when I'm gone but our ministries are bigger than a local church I'm so glad that Mike Dunn could go help out when they was in dire straits and they needed help. And I'm so glad that staff stepped up and Dave could be both places because Langley needed help today. And Mike swapped out and he's doing places. I don't know about you, but I sure am glad we have a church that can minister outside these four walls. And that probably happens way more than any of you guys have any idea from a Jess Stipes and an Eli. How about eight guys yesterday giving testimonies at our fall fest? So I tell you what I'm saying in case you didn't miss it, in case you missed it. I got through a busy September because I've got a great wife and a great family, but I've also got a great bride in that of Exciting Southeast. And I am with you guys, as is the Apostle Paul with the church at Thessalonica, when he said, I give thanks to God always for you, making mention of you in my prayers, and and, and you not ceasing in that of your work of faith, your labor of love, and your patience in October as we was September, and guess what? Because of my wife and family, I'm going to get to go do some revivals and, and be in the kingdom of God. I get to go to Vera this week. We go straight out into a men's retreat Thursday and Friday, and then I'll get to be here and, and only going to miss one more Sunday morning, and that's because I'm going to be in Jenna, Louisiana. Now, not just everybody gets to preach a hog hunt and a cow gathering. You guys remember Paul Daly and Wild Horse Ministries? He's asked me to come down and preach at his hog hunt. You guys pray for the hogs. I'm going to be after them. And that's coming in the middle of October. So with all of that being said, somebody says, Rob, you're way too busy. And I say to that, you're never too busy unless you're doing it for the Lord and not with the Lord. So in the midst of all that busyness, I always make sure I've got the Lord with me because if I go ahead of Him, I'm going to do absolutely no good. I always ask Him in the midst of the busyness, not let me miss something that I'm supposed to get. 
See, I'm not so much concerned about the speed and the load of the schedule as much as I'm concerned about are you doing it with Jesus and not just for Jesus. Get that? The speed doesn't matter. Who you're doing it with and for matters. And He needs to be with you if you're doing it for Him. You understand that? Somebody said when they looked at my schedule in September and October, and it was Miss Kayla and Miss Donna when they looked at it, and they called me, the staff called me and said, do you realize what your schedule looks like in September and October? I said, I sure do. They said, you think you maybe should make them start calling us and us setting up your schedule? Now listen to this. Absolutely not. Because you'll tell them I can't do it when I can. Did you hear what I said? Well, what about you telling them you can when you really can't? As far as I know, I've not missed one yet. By the grace of God. And in the midst of that, God stirred me. The points, you won't find them in the Bible today because the first one's Humboldt. You say, no, that ain't in the Bible. I know that. It's in Tennessee, just north of Jackson. My first point is Humboldt. Now, when I say it's Humboldt, I want to remind you that the Cliff Goodrich Roping School has been going on for 31 years. How many of you guys have started something to help kids and lasted 31 years? He has. Nine years ago, he asked me to be a part of it. And I've been a part of it every year since. Eight years ago, he incorporated qualifiers to the Vegas Junior NFR and the Patriot Inn and, and what was a two-day deal, a one-day and a half deal turned into a three-full-day deal. So not only has he been faithful for 31 years, he keeps adding to it and doing more. And Cliff simply does that because he wants to reach and help kids and families for Jesus. And so my first point is Humboldt. When I am asked the last nine years to come to Humboldt, and I am told by Cliff and others out there, man, we're going to set the dates according to your schedule. Make sure you can come because you're the one that comes with the blessing. You're the one that comes with the ministry. But I want to ask you guys something. That's their idea. That's what they think. But how many times have I went there thinking I was the minister, thinking I was the blessing, but when I left there on a Sunday afternoon, I was the one ministered to, and I was the one blessed. And the only way I could... You was going to minister to them, but somehow, some way, they ministered to you. Anybody ever been there and done that? I have. And that's the way it is at Humboldt. Let me just tell you, I spent the night in a motel in Jackson on Thursday night, and everything started at 9 o'clock. And little did we know it was going to be 16 hours of straight roping that day. And it started at 9 o'clock, but before I left my motel, I talked to some of you on the phone. I sent a text to some of you. Because it's been pretty tough. A sister, a brother. Huh? I'm talking about deaths. Our two candies, our Ross family. Are you with me? Rusty wanting prayers because he was headed to Mississippi to an aunt's funeral. Are you with me? 
So I'm headed into a long Friday, but before I leave, I'm trying to send some texts, make some phone calls to this body of believers. You know why? Because I was hurting. We're one body. And when one part of the body hurts, guess what? The whole body hurts. Isn't it something how you can stump your toe getting up to use the restroom in the middle of the night? And your toe sits a little part of the body, but when you stump it on that, well, that uh, tuck and tuck and what tuck and play? What is it? Monty June sleeps in. It needs to be removed from the end of our bed. Pack and play. I don't know why we don't pack that up when she ain't playing in it instead of leaving it to foot of our bed when I get up at 3 o'clock in the morning and don't know what's there. It's dark. And when I stumped my... And I got out there to the roping. Starts at 9 o'clock and here's how Cliff operates. I really don't know when I'm going to have you speak and really don't know what you ought to speak about, but I'll just drop you off. Preacher always loves when he don't know when he's going to speak and he don't know what he's going to speak about. But the, but the host says, I'll just drop you off. You'll always have something good to say. Let me tell you what, before we kicked off Friday morning, I love Cliff Goodrich. 19 and under, they's all there. 300 ropers. He said, I want to say something before we get started here this morning. And then Brother Rob's going to say a few words and open us in prayer. He said, I want every one of you kids, every one of you kids, now listen to this. I want you to thank your parents. I want you to say a great big thank you to your parents. Because I want to tell you kids something. They've took a day off work. They've spent the money that they earned working. They bought high dollar fuel. They've bought you horses. They've bought you equipments. And they've got you here today doing what you love to do. And he said, don't you forget to say a great big thank you to your parents. And you know, that ministered to me. Because sometimes we're not as grateful and have the attitude of gratitude that we need to have. Because we got so much to be thankful for. And there's a lot of people around us, whether that parents or close friends, that we ought to be thanking but I'm there with a heavy heart, and I thought, that's something. You don't hear that at many junior opens to kick it off. But all I could think of is when he said that is we're to rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and listen to this, giving thanks to the Lord always and in all things, for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. I'm leaned up against a fence, folks. And when he told them to be thank-building on a beautiful, cool Friday morning, and we can rejoice because we're getting to do what we love to do. Don't only thank your parents for getting here. Thank God you're getting to do what you love to do. But I said, let me tell you something. I pictured God standing in front of his children, just like Cliff stood in front of them, saying, now, rejoice always, kids. And give thanks always for all things. For this is my will for you in Christ Jesus. 
I said, as you are rejoicing because you get to do what you get to do today, and as you thank your parents for getting to be here, I've just tried to minister to four families that's lost loved ones. And God tells them to rejoice always and give thanks in all, all things at all times. And let me tell you, it's real easy for you here today doing what you love to do to rejoice and give thanks to God. Isn't it, kids? And them kids and parents was going, yeah. And I said, I can at least name at least four families. It's not real easy to rejoice today. And it's not real easy to give thanks to God in all things, always. Now, we're not to be thankful for a loved one that goes to heaven, but we can be thankful that God made them an avenue to heaven through His Son, Jesus Christ. So it just kind of spoke to my heart and ministered to me. We need to be a people of gratitude. And sometimes it's easy to rejoice, and I can get a amen. And sometimes it's easy to give thanks to God in all things and all ways. There's days it's easy, isn't it? But when death comes... The orders don't change. The command stays the same. So the next time it's easy for you to rejoice and give thanks to God, go ahead and rejoice. Go ahead and thank Him. But go ahead and lift up those that's having a tough time rejoicing because of death, rejoicing because of despair, and go ahead and ask the and give thanks to God in all things. And then it come when under the point of Humboldt, I want to talk to you about goals. Now, when I say goals, we, we've done 16 hours of roping, and now the school has started on, on, on Saturday. So let me tell you what Cliff Goodrich School entails. It entails on a young man that had roped the dummy but never roped off a horse. It entailed on one student that had roped the dummy but never roped off a horse. You got that? So now we're going to put it together, the roping and the horse. And then we got the person that's rode the horse but never roped. So we got two, just the opposites, and we're going to try to put it together. And then between that, we've got these people that's all in between. And at this school, we got a 15-year-old that run 25 calves out there because he was in the Young Guns match, Battle Royal, and his age group are roping, but also roped in the open. He's 15 years old. And by the way, he won the open. But he's the 15-year-old in this Look at the crowd right here. I've got every kind. Don't come to me Sunday school teacher. You just don't understand. Roping school and try to help a kid that's never roped and then try to help a kid that's beaten the open. That's it's the crowd we get. That's why Paul said, you've got to, be, you've got to meet them where they're at. You with me? How hard it is when I, I speak. And Cliff, he always on Saturday service, I'm going to sit them down, Brother Rob. Have it. You just tell them what's on your heart, Brother I'm looking at this diverse crowd, and I'm going to ride, try to swing. I'm watching this guy. He's always down, all ready to his cap. Before the, and what am I going to say? And it was gold. And you know how hard it is to be this, the truth? It's that that roping school ain't going to make it. You say, Rob, you surely didn't tell them. I Don't I? Who's going to tell them? I just look at him, looking at you, and I've been watching you and this a day or two, and I'm just going to I'm gonna break it to you. Some of you ain't going to make it. I mean, you just can't rope. And some of you, it looks like you... But the reason that at Cliff Goodrich's is he's, he has a roping school, and listen, he don't have a roping school to teach kids how to rope. He has a roping school to teach kids life. Tell them not all of you are going to make it in the rope. 
But listen, what you'll learn at this and what you'll get from my, my sharing have goals because some of you may be orthodontist. Some of you may not be an architect. Some might be a, not be a, you might be a pastor of a church. So you just need to have goals. And I use Philippians 3.12, not pain, or I'm already perfected. But Paul says, I press on to lay hold of that Christ Jesus has also laid hold of. Brethren, I do not have count to apprehended. But listen, the thing I do, forgetting those things and reaching forward to these things, which I just stop right there on that verse, for things that are behind and reaching forward to the things which are ahead. I got a text this week. Somebody asked me concerning cattle business and what had happened to me and cows. And he began to apologize like he had to with it. He had nothing to do with calling checking on me. And he says, man, I'm sorry about that. That's what I text him back. I said, you know, I was disappointed for about the first four minutes. But I've learned to get over pretty fast. Because the Bible says, forget the things that are behind you. Reach for to the things that are ahead. Thanks for the encouragement to get over stuff pretty fast. The Bible tells me to. And some encouraging you because there's nothing you can do. Because there's nothing you can do about it. It's in the past. There wasn't nothing I could do about that. It's, that's out of my control. What you need to do is get over it fast. Forget what's behind you and reach for the things that are ahead. And all God's people are saying, Amen and Amen. Out here's where I'm talking about goals. Paul is toward the goal for the prize of the of God in Christ Jesus. I said the apostle of the greatest men of the Bible... He forgot what was by, and he pressed to reach the goal. Words, what that means, kids, as I told, said, he wanted to be better for Jesus than he was today. He wanted to be weak for Jesus than he was this. And whatever you choose to do, is set goals, and you need to be you that you can be. And some of it won't be roping. Some, and I tried not to point. I mean, I could almost gotta let them gotta tell them. And you know. Was a goal setter. I, I'm a goal setter. I feel it said, four jumped out at me, and they need to jump down. In this world, you with me? Don't think it's straight. Reagan had a tailwind miles per hour. So Sunday night, uh, let's clock. You're changing and giving that to you. I said, Trey, that. He said, what? I said, that ETA. You can't do nothing about that. You can't do nothing about that. There's the fuel. As fast as we can fly. Now, day we reached on the way out there, as high as 70 miles per hour. The highest we ever got on the way back is 125. That ETA just went back, not forward. Five, 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 ten. You know what I do? I don't know what time this revival starts. I'm in the air. I'm at 5,500. My phone don't work. There's nothing I can do. Trey said we can't go. So that's why you've seen that picture of me going. If you watch, watch look, I just put my head down, went to sleep. No, I was drooling. I was asleep. You mean you what, what me worrying about what time it started and where up? So I finally wake up. Now listen, we're coming over, if you equal at all, we're Eldon Hill, which is east of Telequal. It's a little after five and we're getting low us. And here comes the text. I don't need to worry. He worries enough for me, you, 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 you. I don't need to worry. She sends me a text. We're coming over Eldon. Are you coming home before you go to question mark? I send a text back on what time it starts and where it's at. It's a little after 5 o'clock. She sends a text back. You don't know what time it's 
and you don't know where it's at? And I send a text back. And? Next I got was, listen to this. This is why I don't have to worry. I got such people around me. I got a, t- I got a text back that dropped me a pin where Victory Southern was at Stillwell. I got a screenshot of their Facebook page. It said, come and join us at 6 o'clock with Pastor Rob Pierce. So guess what? Now I've got, I've got all punch in my phone. It's going to take me to Southern. And now I know I don't have time to go home. Because I'm flying Eldon Hill, which I'm going to have to turn and drive right back. And it's 10 minutes after 5. We start revival in 50 minutes. ETA still 9 minutes. My pickup's at Trey's shop. So I land. I don't have a lot of time to spare. I go get my pickup. I get into my wife calls me. I'm going down Eldon Hill. Now, if you know where Hill is, you know where Stillwell is. Now, 542. And she says, where are you at? I'm going down Eldon Hill. She said, have you called that pastor? And I said, his number. She said, what? I said, he called me when we was working cattle. I mean, if I'd preach a revival, I'd call him back and... I said his phone was on, and so I I came back and told him I'd do revival, revival. And I said, he never, he said, okay, look forward to it. He never sent me back the time that started. He never sent me, and I said, I didn't program his number. And I said, if I go back to look at missed calls, I said, I've got two days. If if you call me Tuesdays, it's gone on my phone. That's how many calls I get. I said, so no, honey, I don't have his number. Oh, my gosh. Did I mention I don't have worry? She said, oh, my gosh. And let me tell you, 15 till 5, she's, she's, she's minutes with me. And I look at it, and I said, "Hun, let me just let your nurse calm. I bet he calls you within five minutes. I'm sure he will. <laughs> and guess what? Sometimes you just predict things. I hung up. I didn't make it another mile. Here's what's really fun when you get to do stuff like this. I said, I said, hello. He said, boy, it's going good. I'm looking so for week when we start revival. I said, praying that the Holy Spirit come like never before. Next Sunday we have. How much joy without us doing stuff like that? And let me tell you what happens. Total silence. I remember when Tim Petty's funeral, Georgia, the funeral director, they all me around here. They don't. They 360 was going to be good, but Sean Bates, I don't even want to know where he's at. I do not want to know where he's at five minutes will start. He could be 30 minutes away. Now he gets here. I don't know how he does. I do away with the live 360. Sean said, Donna, where's your husband? So, but this phone does. And they looked at it. It was 15 minutes to be starting a funeral. Here's what was good. My live 360 said, Gideon. And that was so fun to me. It said I was at Gideon in two minutes. I walked. said, you was just at Gideon. I said, it's amazing. What's these 350 Chevy Moto? <laughs> so anyways, if you're with I kind of give the old pre- preacher a hard time. I'll be there. Don't worry about it. I don't get there before he gets done singing, having another one. <laughs> Silence again. <laughs> Victory Southern's parking lot. Are you with Six, zero, one. Headwind. It looked like it was coming together. 
if this guy that's preaching the revival don't go on and he'll tell you he's been pastoring 20 years and he don't know what's going on. It's his best to be where God wants him to be. God wants him to be. And sometimes the headwind looks like it's not going to happen. Has life ever done that to you? Don't we love when we've got a tailwind in life? The truth of the matter is Jesus says you're going to have in this world, you're going to have tribulation. And don't think it's trial is to try you. Why? We fly across the skies of life. We're going to have headwinds and things difficult. But of the Lord Jesus Christ, guess what? His Christ, guess what? Headwind or tail, we get done what we're supposed to get. All things work together for those who love God, together for those who love God and are called according to us. Amen. So I don't know what your, so I don't know what your headwind is. To, if that's a job, if that's fine, if that's a death, if that's these, if that's finances, if that's... I know sometimes you just fly headwind, but listen to me. Jesus, he'll get you to where you need to be, even when the head against you. And all God's people ought to be saying, amen and amen. And lastly, and through home goings. Humboldt, it's not in the Bible, but gratitude and goals. Headwinds, wish we didn't have them, but we do. We still got done what we're supposed to get done. But home goings. Now, what happened out there right on time? for you I since the last week of April owners we have a 34 but I live in a 12 I sleep on a cot and I have last week of April and you say that's your ch- my wife's choice <laughs> home I've been in Tennessee and I live in a cabin cab so a home if you heard some shouting in there about Oh, 45, 8 o'clock Sunday, it's text from my wife and said, Oh, but I'm at the house. We don't have rent in the weeks. We're back at the big house. I've not been in there since April. Threw it and looked at it, think it sure wasn't. I lived there once. But she tells me, I'm tired, I'm wore out. And people in here, and you've had a whole locked up in a stall for, say, a week. And then all of a sudden, to go out to the pasture. What does he He runs, he bucks. He even lets a toot or toot on it. So I'm from Stillwell and I'm thinking, I've been in this hall. And when I go through the back door, I, and I run and I bucked and I room and I've had, and I ain't tooted a little. I mean, I had a back in my house, but man, I couldn't even ask because I was tired. I'd been to Tennessee preaching and, and, and my wife, I'd been stressing over me getting to Stillwell. So man, I lay down. I'm under the point of home goings. And I finally get to lay in my bed since April. Doze off and my phone rings and my phone rings. And I get it and I open that one. Do you open one eye at a time or do you open? Me too. One. And the phone said, Pierce. And that's the first time I see that I've got my mom under Mom Pierce. First time. Maybe it's just the one eye deal I thought. How many moms do I have to edit my phone to take the Pierce off that? Pierce off that. Mom Pierce. So Mom Pierce is calling. So I say, hello. My mom's crying. Marilyn Pierce. Building a car wreck today. Now let me tell you about Marilyn Pierce. She's a twin to Carolyn Pierce. Carolyn's the only one of the family still alive now. After Marilyn. She's the only one. Brothers died. Parents are died. Cousin that's more than a second cousin. You know, since we don't. But but they're a second you're probably a little closer to than you or most Mike Taylor's back there. Mike's a second more than a second cousin to me. So this is her. Man, that wakes you up, no matter how doesn't it? 
what happened? And she says, well, her daughter-in-law's mom, Loretta, because her son had took a job, I guess, around as an architect. And the way I understand, had from Dallas to Denver. Pretty big move. And from Locust to Moody. And so, Carolyn and, and her daughter-in-law's mom, listen to this, six weeks they had been up there and getting settled into their new home city. Okay? Okay? And when they left, the, the daughter-in-law's mother was driving in the, and they had a wreck. And about the wreck is the witnesses behind them said, state, all of a sudden the car just loses. Did the mom have a heart attack? And I guess to this, still don't know. But the car just loses control, and it kills Marilyn. They have to lie fire the daughter-in-law's mother. But it, and talk about unexpected, talking about just, you know that very well in here. Expected. Jesus. You know that. We know. And, and, and. Just heavy-hearted for the deaths that's going on here, for the deaths that's going on here. And in the midst of that revival, keep thinking about keep thinking about that family. So, yes, is her non-traditional funeral. Non-traditional funeral. Been to no funeral. Non-traditional gathered and and family got up shared a little bit. But the word that was said most about it about Marilyn is she was radiant. And the pastor says she radiated God. And never in the room with Marilyn, it's as that she radiated God. He mentioned that when Moses was in the presence, he had to put a veil over his face because he so radiated God, nobody could even look. And, and it short of Marilyn's real God because when you was around her, she radiated the, the joy presence of God. Is everybody with me? And with her. But let me tell you what happened. I mean, I'm coming in and I don't even know. What to it's a non-traditional. We're going to see. We got fall one. We're trying to get this and that and make sure everything's there. And I and I, I'm walking in, and I begin to Maryland. Jesus just bubbled out of her. And and I want you to think. This is what I think when I'm walking into funerals, and, and this is how my mind works. I just how Jesus bubbled out of her. Now listen. And doesn't the Bible say, "Pray in the side of the Lord is the death of one of His." And here's what I got to think across the parking lot of a funeral home. God says that. But now sour Baptists die, and I want a smile to welcome them in. Welcome them in. And you're chuckling, but I, I, I this is serious as a heart attack. Now somebody that sat in eighteen inches of pew, never done much, almost hindered the work and the and the rest of the Lord. When they die, I wonder if God really muster up a smile to welcome them in. He says precious, and they're still a saint, saint much. And so I'm in and I'm thinking, boy, I bet God sometimes he's going to the door to welcome me. He really has to muster up a good do nothing for him. Just thought. The reason I thought that is because in the case, imagine what God's to welcome somebody like Marilyn. This wasn't somebody that just occupied 16 inches of seat. This for her kids and spent six weeks trying. This is a lady that led my great uncle Delbert Pierce to the Lord just hours before. This is, this is the lady that Jesus. This is the lady faithful in her church to children's ministry. Children's ministry. This is the last. And by the way, she was 70 years old, too old to, to, to minister to kid, kids. You imagine. I just couldn't imagine. It must have been like for him to open that bed of pearl and say, Marilyn. What a servant you was. Get in here, girl. It's so sweet to see you. And so walk there, I'm thinking, man, you just was full of joy for Mary. 
But then what happens, you get across the parking lot and you reach and get that door and you open it. And there's just something about Easter in the family because you've preached all loved ones' funerals. And when they see you, it ain't joy. It's, it's like, man, here we are again, Brother Rob. Man, it seems like no one's at Dad's funeral or you's at to myself, how can you be so full of it and walk into it and feel so empty? You know what the preacher said? He got up and he said, we ought to be, yet we're so empty. My, my thought, I'm thinking. And he said, is that even possible? I began to think I missed what possible it is. Because when he said, I thought, yeah, it is. One, one, I did a basketball tournament one time. All Trenton wasn't even there. He, he was in third grade. Trenton, he'd play. He'd quit playing if Trenton wasn't there to find you something. One time I carried him when we played together. And now he carries me, and I'm a lot of he ever. I played in this tournament all day, was ha- all day, was having cramps at the end of the day. This is how silly I am with my schedule. I had first 10 head match open. The Six head had those, not a, get you a 10 or 12 head had match. It's a marathon. It's exhausting. You don't need a tournament the day before. So this match roping was just, it was brutal. Just back and forth. My last would be 10.6 to win the max, to win the match. I'd been in the ball tournament the day before, and from about Kef 4 in that match, every time I'd throw, I'd get cramps in my legs, and I'd hardly get back on my horse. Last calf that I've got to be 10-6 to win the match. You with me? I throw my up. I'm 8.6, but I'm cramping so bad I can't get. I fire so bad, and when I get on that horse, let me tell you what I am. I'm empty. I'm done. I don't think if it was 11 head calf, that's how I empty I didn't know how long I was. I had a 10-6. But I got back to my 10th calf, and I'm telling you, I was done. I was empty. But then the announcer, in Rob's time, winner of the match, he was seconds. I won a 10-head match, but it sounds like a lot. It's two-tenths per calf. That was when he said I, won the, said, I won the match. I was full. Is it is it possible 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 to is it possible to be 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 is it possible to be? Is it possible to be? 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 Full to be? Full to be? Full to be? Full.
be full. Be full. Be full. Be full. 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 And full. And empty. 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 And the and empty. And the and empty. And the and empty. And the answer and empty. And the answer's 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 empty. 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 The answer's when we have a loved one that knows the when we have a loved one that knows the when we have a loved one that knows the Lord when we have a loved one that knows the Lord when we have a loved one that knows the Lord and we have a loved one that knows the Lord and we have a loved one that knows the Lord and he's have a loved one that knows the Lord and he's got a loved one that knows the Lord and he's got a loved one that knows the Lord and he's gone loved one that knows the Lord and he's gone loved one that knows the Lord and he's gone home one that knows the Lord and he's gone home one that knows the Lord and he's gone home or that knows the Lord and he's gone home or she knows the Lord and he's gone home or she knows the Lord and he's gone home or she Goes the Lord and he's gone home, or she's gone the Lord and he's gone home, or she's gone the Lord and he's gone home, or she's gone Lord and he's gone home, or she's gone Lord and he's gone home, or she's gone home and he's gone home, or she's gone home and he's gone home, or she's gone home, he's gone home, or she's gone home, he's gone home, or she's gone home, let gone home, or she's gone home, let me gone home, or she's gone home, let me home, or she's gone home, let me home, or she's gone home, let me take home, or she's gone home, let me take home, or she's gone home. Let me tell you, 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 you gone home. Let me tell you, you gone home. Let me tell you, you come home. Let me tell you, you can be home. Let me tell you, you can be home. Let me tell you, you can be full. 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 Let me tell you. You can be full. Hey, you can be full. Hey, you can be full. 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 Can be full. Can be full. Be full. Full. Full.
But you're but you're all but you're also 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 and you're also empty also empty also empty so empty so empty so empty so empty 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 and empty and let empty and let me empty and let me empty and let me just 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 cut and let me just kind of and let me just kind of and let me just kind of ill and let me just kind of ill and let me just kind of illustrate 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 this and let me just kind of illustrate this and let me just kind of illustrate this 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 just kind of illustrate this just kind of illustrate this kind of illustrate this kind of illustrate this kind of illustrate this illustrate this illustrate this illustrate this straight this straight this straight this 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 When I when I wrote when I wrote when I wrote out when I wrote out when I wrote out the when I wrote out the rain 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 when I rode out of the rain, when I rode out of the rain, I rode out of the rain, I rode out of the rain, I was rode out of the rain, I was in the rain, I was in the rain, I was in the rain, I was empty rain, I was empty rain, I was empty rain, I was empty, I was empty, I was empty, I was empty, I was empty. 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 And 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 I was full. And I was full. And I was full. And I was full. 
And I was full. And I was full. And I was full. And I was full. And I was full. And I was full. And I was full. And I was full. And I was full. And I was full. I was full. Was full. Was full. Full. Nobody, 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 James. Nobody, nobody, James. Nobody, nobody, James. Body, nobody, James. Body, nobody, James. 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 Met me. Nobody, James. Met me. Nobody, James. Met me at the body, James. Met me at the body, James. Met me at the gate, James. Met me at the gate in James. Met me at the gate in James. Met me at the gate in Sidhams. 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 I'm so. Met me at the gate in Sidhams. I'm so. Met me at the gate in Sidhams. I'm so sorry. Met me at the gate in Sidhams. I'm so sorry. Met me at the gate in Sidhams. I'm so sorry. At the gate in Sidhams. I'm so sorry. At the gate in Sidhams. I'm so sorry, Gate said. I'm so sorry, Gate said. I'm so sorry, said. I'm so sorry, said. I'm so sorry, said. I'm so sorry, 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 so sorry, so sorry, so sorry, so sorry, 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 sorry. I'm so, I'm so, I'm so, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, Rob, 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 I'm so sorry, Rob. 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 I was so sorry, Rob. I was so sorry, Rob. I was in sorry, Rob. I was in sorry, Rob. I was empty, sorry, Rob. I was empty, Rob. I was empty, Rob. I was empty, Rob. I was empty. 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 But I was empty. But I was empty. But no, I was empty. 
But nobody said, I'm so sorry. You know why? You don't, you're sorry. Me at the gate, and they was going, hey, buddy, way to rope, man. Get it. High-fiving. Huh? Because that's what winners. That preacher, I was empty. But I was full but one. You don't say I'm to winners. You say that to owners. doing. Yeah. U-O-S-U and T-U and there, Guess what? Just give me a few back to talk to you like I'm talking to those today. See, you just get it is what it is. There's the, the ugly. Now, I really look for T-C-U to go undefeated title. I thought that's me, Brenda. I thought, no. Who in the world would sit there? The world would sit there. Glad that was over. I really thought I'd done that. That'll get you walking across there too. You don't say you're sorry to winners. Let me tell you something about it. They know Jesus. They win. We are full and we should be. We should be because to die is gain. Blessed are the Lord. For they will rest for you with me. Rejoice for those that's went on to be with the Lord. They've got it better than we have it. And we can only look forward to them. And I understand your... But Winnie the Pooh said... Did you ever think your preacher would quote Winnie? Winnie, Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh said... Winnie the Pooh said... Winnie the Pooh said... Winnie the Pooh said... Winnie the Pooh said, 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 How Winnie the Pooh said, How Winnie the Pooh said, How lucky Winnie the Pooh said, How lucky Winnie the Pooh said, How lucky the Pooh said, How lucky we Pooh said, How lucky we Pooh said, How lucky we are Pooh said, How lucky we are said, How lucky we are said. How lucky we are dead. How lucky we are dead. How lucky we are dead. How lucky we are How lucky we are to have someone in our life that makes it so hard to say goodbye. Aren't we lucky to have those people in our life that make it real hard to say goodbye? Winnie the Pooh had a little wisdom there. And they win. And one day we'll join them if we know Jesus. So let me close with this. In all my travels, it's been pretty fun to get to be in the midst of pretty neat people. Let me, let me say this before I say that. The grandson at Maryland's funeral done a swell job speaking. And when he closed his down, here's what he said, and I would encourage you to do it here today. He was the grandson that, that she spent the time with out there. And he said, here's what I, I learned from my nana going home to heaven. Turn to your right, to your left. Look to the people around you. And don't forget to tell them how much you love and cherish them. Because when I thought my nana was going home back to prior, 
Little did I know that was the last time I'd see her. You might want to look around today because somebody might not make it through today. You with me? So, I met this guy. His daughter was one of those that had never been on. She roped the dummy well, hadn't roped off a horse. And I'm standing over there. They're roping on horses, and she's roping the dummy. And he and I began to talk a little bit. And he, he said, he said, you as a world champion, you've roped. You rope anymore, small talk. And he says, well, how'd you get out here? Is it a long ways from here? And I said, so he said that, and I was going to tell him where I was from, but he said, it's a long way. And I immediately said, well, I flew out here. And he said, oh, are you a pilot? He said, commercial. And I said, no. He said, oh, are you a pilot? And I said, no, my son is. He said, man, what kind of planes he fly? I said, it's got a wing on each side and a little tail, a little swoop. And I said, it's got, a, it's got a fan blade on the front. He said, well, what? And I said, I don't know. And I grabbed my phone, got on Facebook because I knew Trey would have a picture of it. And I said, there's a picture. It's a four-seater. I said, yada, yada. And he, he grabs his phone. He said, man, I'm a pilot. And he's scrolling through there. He said, there's my plane. And I said, now, listen, I don't always have to fly with family. I can fly with you because his plane was a Learjet. <laughs> and... and uh, he swapped by and he said, I said, you got any pictures of the inside? He said, no, it's a, it, it'll seat 12. And he, he, he flips through and I said, uh, flip that picture back. I said, who is that? That guy looks familiar. He said, you don't know who that is? And I said, looks familiar. He said, that's Junior. I said, Junior who? Don Junior. I said, like, oh, I said, yeah, that's Donald Trump's boy. He said, yeah. He scrolls through, and he said, that's his wife. And he scrolled through, and he said, that's Don. And he's sitting there with Don. And there. I said, do you know them? He said, yeah, pretty well. I fly in places. I said, next time you're over in Oklahoma, stop in. Bring old Junior and Don in. I cook them steak. I mean, he just down to earth there, and he flies the Trumps around. I mean, he ain't nothing like Trey getting to fly Dad around, but I mean... So, I mean, I, you can imagine the conversations that I had after that with him. And, and uh, call him up. Tell him to come down and watch Sis Rope. I mean, I look him over. I've always wondered if his hair's real. Is his hair real? Yeah. So, the next day, listen to me. He said, I enjoyed the service. He stepped up there. And he says, what time are you leaving? time you headed home I said he's going to pick me up down here at the airport at 2 o'clock he said I never did ask you where is home I said Moody Oklahoma what time are you leaving 2 o'clock where's home Moody what if somebody would ask Marilyn Pierce Sunday afternoon? What time are you leaving? Four o'clock. Where are you going? Home. Where's home? Prior Oklahoma. Know what time I'm leaving? Yeah. Know where your home is physically? Yeah. Flip side that. You don't know when you're leaving this earth. But you can know where your home is. So when your home going comes, I can tell you right now, you don't know the time. You don't know the hour. But you can know where your home is. 
It can be heaven only if you've trusted the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's all stand. Our heads are bowed. Our eyes are closed. Our heads are bowed. Our eyes are closed. We're to be a grateful people. We're to rejoice always. Sometimes that's hard. And sometimes that's hard simply because the headwinds are strong. The troubles and the trials and the tribulations in life are blowing hard against us. Could I encourage you here this morning? For the spirit of heaviness put on the garment of praise. Could I encourage you this morning? Whether in your seat or in these altars, rejoice. Not necessarily that you've had to say goodbye to a loved one. Not that a loved one is sick. Not that a loved one needs your attention. But simply because God's going to fix all this one day when He comes again. So you can rejoice today, not in necessarily what's going on, but what's coming in the name of Jesus. These altars are open for those that need to come with the attitude of gratitude today. They're open for those that their goals need to be set higher because they become satisfied with where they're at and their prayer and their Bible reading and their church attendance. And sometimes because somebody in the family's had a home going, we just need to come and have a little talk with Jesus. These altars are open. I pray you'd head this way if you need to. But if you're here today, I can tell you, one day you're going to an eternal home. You don't know when you're leaving. I don't know when you're leaving. But I hope you know where you're going. And if you want to go to heaven, that'll simply be because you've trusted Jesus Christ. Who He is, the Son of God, what He done, and that of dying on the cross to be buried and rose again. Father, I pray for the lost to be saved, the saved to be encouraged. I pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Would you come? Come every soul by sin oppressed. There's mercy with the Lord and He